Welcome to today's edition of the Kingdom Living Podcast with Glenn Reppel. I'm Kerry Fink, and wow, uh, it is just so exciting to see God moving through the Kingdom Living program and all that's going on. Uh, Glenn, we were talking just before we began the podcast uh, that I know you're, you know, as a business person, you're already quite busy. But what's phenomenal to see is folks reacting uh, to the Kingdom Living message and all that you've been uh, sharing throughout the years in the Ripple Minute, and in particular through the book that God gave you, Fraud, what God has to say about the tactics of the enemy and how that is really impacting lives. Because, you know, viewer, if you're joining us by uh, podcast and you're having the opportunity literally globally around the world, because we're seeing uh, literally uh, a couple of million people every 90 days who are being reached by this message. And uh, uh, so so we're so grateful to God for the opportunity to share and to teach in this. But Glenn, what's also happening is people are calling you into different environments for speaking engagements and asking you to share this message. And, and it was so interesting to me that the people that you were speaking with most recently were talking about how they saw the book Fraud as helping them define their identity, which is something we've talked about all along in Kingdom Living. Yeah, yeah. What's, what's neat is they're using it uh, in, 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 in the state was that every church needs to have this. And uh, that, that and I said, wow, that's great. And again, but, but this one pastor said, hey, this really changed my life. And so it impacted them in, in, in the words and, and, and their teaching. They're using it in a teaching format uh, uh, with groups. And they're going to be rolling out to families, the fraud families. And, and, and so with this, it, it is really exciting to see uh, how uh, one lady, she's gone through it three times herself, and now she'll be leading uh, a teaching format uh, of, of, of bringing people through. And so uh, God be the glory. This, 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 uh, he is the source of the writing uh, and, and the author of this. So we're, we're just praise God. And we're, we're seeing the impact across the world that we're, we're seeing here. Uh, that 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 God's using uh, His Word uh, to, to to reach people and to transform their lives. And so, uh, thank you, Lord. Amen. Yeah, the the, uh, the the darkness can't comprehend the light. You know, I mean, and and as it reaches into all these corners, that's what I think is so important about this. Glenn, we've talked about this a lot. It's such a non-imposing book. It's literally forty bite-sized chapters. And I know we've talked on many episodes, you know, maybe you get a copy for yourself and read through it yourself, or maybe you, you together with some friends, you work your way through it. Um, and it, you could have a great 40 uh, piece Bible discussion through the book. And, and like I said, it was, to me, it's kind of revelational when people uh, that you're having the opportunity to speak face to face in these group settings, that they're saying that it really is helping them understand their identity because Glenn, as we've talked about uh, throughout, you know, we're getting close to 100 episodes in the podcast now. As we, as you almost set out foundationally, you talk about uh, green line living the way God intended us versus red line living, which is kind of the carnal system, man system here on earth, and how to how to how to navigate to get to where God has you to be. You often use this term um, in your business, your you know uh, your financial business. You call it reach your purpose. And we, we really, I think, adopt the same feeling when we talk about what we're trying to do in the Kingdom Living podcast. This is 
I keep we keep joking about this, but you know, uh, this isn't really an opinion show or anything like that. Everything that uh, you spend time as we go through these messages, you are literally quoting scripture, and it's the Holy Spirit that's bringing the revelation uh, as as we go through that. And I think that's why the that's why this is effective, and it is reaching people, and they are responding because they're understanding that they can be at a whole different level. And I'm so excited, by the way, about where we're going on today, because I think you're you're actually going to uh, almost bust one of the, the myths that's out there, you know, uh, it, with today's program, because so many people have this idea. It's like, yes, I believe in Jesus. He's my savior. And at some point in the future, my life is going to get better. Maybe I wait till I die and go to heaven. But that's not what kingdom living is about. It's about reaching your purpose and all that God intended now, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so good, uh, Carrie, because the, the gospel is about Jesus and, and, and revealing who Jesus is and who we are now. It, it's a now gospel. And so many times we've moved it into the future. Uh, so so uh, are we ready to get going? Let's go. <laughs> I'm excited. Uh, so, so, so with that, the question, we always like to ask questions. So uh, what, what, did, and, and this is, this is a neat, what did Jesus not complete on the cross? What did he not complete on the cross? Uh, so in one of the things that we sometimes see in, in, in circles is uh, the statement is that I am a sinner saved by grace. Well, that's not really who we are. <laughs> we're not we're not defined by the sin. We're defined by I am complete spirit, soul, and body. So we're going to put that fraud fire extinguisher on saying I am a sinner. Yeah, we are saved by grace, but to make the statement that I am a sinner, no, 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 no. We are saints. Uh, we've been washed clean. Uh, we are complete. Uh, and, and so it's really important that we understand the completeness that, that we have, spirit, soul, and body. And in Colossians 1.28 in the Amplified, uh, and this is Paul, so him we preach and proclaim. We're preaching the, Jesus, warning and admonishing everyone, instructing everyone in all wisdom. And that wisdom is comprehensive insight into ways and the purposes of God. That, that we may present every person mature, because that's what we're about here at Cary too, is maturing people and their insights, getting rid of those lies, those fraudulent thoughts that we have. Uh, present every person mature, full, grown, fully initiated, complete, complete and perfect in Christ, the anointed one. So we're talking about the completeness today, that we are complete uh, in Christ Jesus. So as we do in, in each of the podcasts, we, we like to go through uh, the green line, red line living, and, and just mention that, you know, what are the three greatest historical events ever? And these are these are big deals. Uh, and, and the very first one that you see on the screen there is creation. God created, and by the way, he knew us before he formed the world, before the earth. He knew us, and he knew our, and destined our purpose here on earth. He destined what we would be, and he knew what we'd be. So we have creation. We, we are created. He created man in his image and likeness. And, and, and the first man was Adam and then Eve. 
And, and so with that, he, he said, hey, there's two, there's two trees uh, in this garden. You can eat freely uh, of the tree, in the, the, the tree in the center of the garden. And you can eat freely, abundantly. Everything's available to you in this garden. He says, but there's also a tree called, called the knowledge of good and evil. And you eat from that tree, you will die. And so what happened with Adam and Eve, they, the spirit of rebellion came and says, hey, I, you know, I can make up my own decisions here. I'll go my own way here. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, and so that tree uh, of the knowledge of good and evil is the tree of death. Uh, I'll, I'll leave from that. And so uh, what happened is death entered in, and that's the fall. So that's the fall of the world. So we are all born with that same Adam spirit of rebellion. And so death and sickness and disease, disease entered in and the selfishness that we have, the guilt, shame, condemnation, the inferiority complex, the orphan, the spirit of rejection, injustice and fear, all that entered in. And so as we're born into this world, uh, we're born with that endemic spirit of the fallen nature inside of us. We're born into that red line. Uh, and so uh, so the fall entered in. But thanks be to God, the third and greatest historical event is redemption. And God knew that he, he loved us so much that he would send his son as the Savior, the Messiah, to redeem all mankind all mankind. And he recreated us back into that same image and likeness uh, and even greater because he lives inside. He had to leave. So we died with Christ. Uh, we ascended into to hell with him and defeated the enemy there. And we rose out of the grave with him. And he lived 40 days here on earth. He came back the second time. He came back the second time, live on the earth in that in, in, in that same incarnate body that we have. And he ascended into heaven so that he could leave and bring the Holy Spirit to live inside of human beings, to live in man. And so uh, as we're born again in the revelation of Christ comes in uh, the, the, this kingdom of darkness uh, that we're born into, this bottomless pit. And the darkness represents mankind's ignorance of their redeemed identity and innocence. But we're, we're born again. We're, we've been recreated uh, into the image and likeness. And now Christ, and we've, we've had uh, podcasts on this uh, about the tabernacle, how he tabernacles inside of us. The Holy Spirit lives inside of us, the light of Christ. As I was meeting uh, just today uh, with these two delightful uh, pastors and, and teachers of the Word of God that are using uh, the book Fraud to, to impact people's lives, you could just see the radiant glow of the Holy Spirit inside of them because the, the excitement, the enthusiasm of God within them was living in there. And that's the way people see, because we're not being dictated by the fall, the kingdom of darkness anymore. We have the kingdom of light. We've been, we have the knowledge of who we are. The darkness, uh, that, that darkness represents mankind's ignorance of their redeemed identity and innocence. And so the book fraud is about our identity of who we really are. Those 40 days of fraud that's been brought against us. If fraud, if, if someone has committed fraud against us, we sure want to know about it. 
And so we see that when, we, when we're speaking these things and we have the sorrow, sorrow and worrisome and fear and heaviness and this toil and labor, and we're, we're trained in, in the, just a performance-based type of thinking too. That's the kingdom of darkness where heaven is open now and we can enter into God's rest now. And so uh, I'm just speaking today too with some people about the idea that when we're operating in time, we're actually operating in the red line when God is outside of time. He's everlasting and the everlasting Holy Spirit's living inside of us. So we can have and enter into that rest when can we're, we're outside of time. We're timeless. We're everlasting. This body was created to last forever uh, and our soul and our spirit, the spirit, soul, and body. Uh, so we have this two trees, the tree of life that, that is open. We enter in and this heaven is open now to us. Not, Carrie, as you said, in this sweet by and by. Uh, and we've been redeemed out of that tree of death, the knowledge of good and evil, out of the kingdom of darkness, into the kingdom of light. And heaven is open now. So, and this has become a staple scripture that I think is just so important for us to, uh, to, to, to know and understand because, because so many things come after this scripture here. And this is Colossians 3, uh, 1 through 4. Uh, and again, as, as Carrie, we've talked about and you said in the opening, is as we look at multiple uh, translations of, of the Bible, uh, we, we've really got to understand that as you're listening to this, that your spirit is aligning with the word of God, that the Holy Spirit is speaking and, and through you and hearing this because it lines up with your spirit. Because that's what truth is, because God is a spirit of truth and life. And if it's rejuvenating inside of you in excitement, go, wow, here's the, this is truth. And, and understand that there's many translations, but there's only one translator, which is the Holy Spirit. And so with that, and, and it's so important that we, we get uh, this, uh, many of the scriptures are talking talk about here, but Christ's resurrection is your resurrection too. Uh, my resurrection. I like to personalize this. Christ's resur resurrection is my resurrection too. This is why I, we all are, are to yearn for all that is from above. Uh, for that's where Christ sits enthroned at the place of all power, honor, and authority. And we sit with him now. We ascended with him into that, that position. So yes, so with this banquet, we're to feast. We're to feast on the word. The word is Jesus. We're to feast on all the treasures of the heavenly realm and fill our thoughts with heavenly realities, not with the distractions of the natural realm. So, and again, we're going to get into this a little more, but but it's just, we, we feel, we, it's so easy to fill ourselves with, with the distractions of, of the natural realm, the busyness of the natural realm, or the circumstance or the problem or the issue uh, that's in front of you, rather than looking at the issue as an opportunity to be agents of redemption now into that situation and circumstance. So your, my, Carrie, our crucifixion, our crucifixion with Christ has severed the tie to this life. So we've been resurrected, we've been crucified with him, we've been resurrected with him. So our crucifixion with Christ has severed the tie to this die because we died with Christ, we rose with him. And now our, our true life is hidden away in God, in Christ. 
As you read the word of God, there's so many times it says in Christ, in Christ, in Christ. That's a now word. So has not, this true, our true life is hidden away with God in Christ. And this is a, a kind of just tying all this together. And as Christ himself is seen, seen, because God is invisible. He came to live on earth in, 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 in bodies. We got to see him. We don't see him now. We see him in the spirit because he's real. And the Holy Spirit, and he lives in us. We live in him. And as Christ himself is seen for who he really is, who, Carrie, you and I, everybody listening here and watching, who you really are will also be revealed. And I think that that was the part that was so exciting to see these people understanding their identity uh, more uh, because because Christ is being revealed to them and the Holy Spirit's revealing that to them. And this is the part for you, Carrie, you and everybody listen, for you are now one with him in his glory. For you are one now with him. That's not the sweet by and by. That's not a futuristic statement. We are one with him now in his glory because he said it's complete, it's finished. And so that timeline of that green line, even though we're 2,000 years from, from, from the completion, we receive it now. We're continually washed with the blood of Jesus Christ. So we're not sinners. We've been sanctified. We've made holy. We've been justified through the resurrection to Christ living inside of us. And so we take this verse four, and, and this is in a different, uh, this is in, in the mirror translation, uh, and we, we read it here, and it says, the unveiling, the unveiling of Christ as defining our lives immediately implies what is evident to him is equally mirrored who? In us, in us. The exact life on exhibit in Christ is now. Let's look at that. This is that same verse, but in a different trend. That the exact life on exhibit in Christ is now repeated where? In us. We're included in the same bliss and joined oneness with him, just as his life reveals you, your life reveals him. We are included in the same bliss and joined oneness with him, Jesus Christ. Just as his life reveals you, your life reveals him on earth now. This verse, and, and here's the footnotes in the study Bible uh, that, that's in the mirror translation. This verse often translated uh, to, again, delay the revelation of Christ to a future event. So, so many translators have delayed it into the future. The word immediately, are, are in, in Greek here, anton, often translates as when is better translated as every time. So every time Christ is being revealed, we're understanding who we are. And so uh, the statement here is every time Christ is revealed, we are being co-revealed in his glory now. And uh, Paul declares our joint glorification in Christ. So we are co-revealed in the same bliss. That's exciting news. That is good. That is the good news. And so what we read here in, in, uh, in, in 1 Peter 1, uh, 8 through 11 uh, is really good news too. 
uh, and this is a prophetic, a prophetic uh, verse that's talking about our salvation of our souls, because we've received his salvation uh, of the spirit, but we're talking about the salvation of our soul and our body and being washed clean. So without having seen him, and this is in the amplified uh, version, is without having seen him, you love him, though you do not even now see him. You believe in him and exalt and thrill with expressive and glorious, triumphant, heavenly joy. Ah, I mean, you believe in him and exalt and thrill with expressible and glorious, triumphant, heavenly joy. And I just came away from the people that were expressing that joy. And, 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 and we've talked about the baby jump uh, before, is how Mary... Uh, when she was, uh, when the seed was planted in Mary, uh, and she went over to, to visit her cousin Elizabeth, uh, that was also had had uh, uh, that that had had uh, uh, John in the womb, and so so here's Mary, and as as they came together, uh, Elizabeth, baby John, jumped in the womb. And so there's an excitement in the presence of God, this express one glorious, triumphant, heavenly joy that we express. The joy of the Lord is our spring, is our strength. And at the same time, you receive the result. At the same time, uh, outcome, con uh, consummation of our faith, the salvation of our souls. So, so as we experience Christ in us, the hope of glory, him living in us, the completeness that we have in Christ now. Uh, and that's the salvation of our souls. Now look at this, verse 10. The prophets who prophesied of the grace, the divine blessing, which was intended for who? You, us, now. Searched and inquired interestingly about this salvation, the salvation of the spirit and the souls being saved. They sought to find out to whom and when this was to come, which the spirit of Christ was working where? In them was already working, was indicating when he predicted the sufferings of Christ and the glories that would follow them. So that prophetic voice was out there looking for the day and the day that the Lord had made was 2,000 years ago that we're getting to experience now, not later. This is a now gospel. What is, what was, and what is to come. And what is to come has happened. And we are in the was going back to what is and it has happened. So this was and is and is to come is living inside of us which is Jesus Christ now, the revelation of Jesus. So what we see here is the wholeness, the perfect peace, the completeness that we have in the word shalom. And we see in salvation, uh, the word sozo, and which is healed. And we see these definitions of what these Greek words mean uh, of shalom and sozo as salvation. We see it's much more than ju just a word. It's wholeness. That's completeness. It's health, peace, welfare, safety, soundness, tranquility, prosperity, perfectness, which is a completeness a fullness, a rest, harmony, absence of agitation and discord. And we see with the word sozo, uh, meaning salvation, there's a lot more because 
part of the package of salvation is the healing that goes with us to we're healed and to be made whole and complete and delivered. We're, we're delivered. We're protected. We're, uh, we're saved. We have saved uh, the restoration to health, the, re the full restoration made well to keep safe and sound, to rescue from danger. We're cured. Oh, those are great. So it's much more than, oh, okay, I'm saved and I get to go to heaven. No, it's a now gospel that we have now. So let's look at Acts uh, 24, 16. And this, this became really real to me uh, just recently uh, this, this week uh, uh, about how, how this scripture, how I can be an offense to God that I can be an offense to God. I know I can be offensive to man, but I go, oh, wow, look at this. Uh, and this is in Acts 24, 16, the Amplified. Therefore, I always exercise. I'm exercising and disciplining myself, mortifying, dying to my flesh, dying to my body, deadening my carnal uh, affections, bodily appetites and worldly desires, endeavoring in all respects to do what? to have a clear, unshaken, blameless conscience. So what am I exercising? Discipline. I'm disciplining my mind and my soul so it lines up with the spirit. So as to avoid, to, to avoid being an offense toward God and toward men. And I've never seen that as an offense towards God. So down the red line down here, we can be an offense toward God and toward men. The way that we think, the words that come out of our mouth are, are, can be an offense to, to God. So it's training and exercising, disciplining ourselves and dying to self. And again, as we've talked about in, in the past was, uh, was this whole idea of restored virginity. We've had, we've had an affair with the world and we've committed adultery with the world and having other gods before God. And so we've had this adulterous affair uh, with the world. And with that, uh, that's an offense towards God. And our words that we speak are so important. And the way that we think is so important to, to bring honor and glory to God. And so to God be the glory. And so here's, here's uh, our completeness that we have in Christ is that our spirit is alive. And the spirit is the Holy Spirit that lives inside of us. And we have uh, the cross, the, the, uh, that, that Jesus died to redeem us, to bring us, and to have the Holy Spirit come inside of us. And what we have then is the, the sword uh, of the Spirit, the Word of God. The Word is Jesus. So everything uh, in the Word, the Word is Jesus. The Word of God is Jesus. From Genesis to Revelation, it's about revealing who Jesus is. As we understand who Jesus is, we will know who we are. That will be revealed to us. We're one with him now in glory. So the spirit is alive and it's tabernacling inside of us. So what we see then, we have a soul. We have a spirit and we have a soul. And the soul has the mind. It has the mind, and we have the mind of Christ. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ 
Jesus. That's a completeness that we have. We have the mind of Christ. We have the mind of Christ. We have in our soul also the will to make decisions. We put it, we want to put on the armor of God to protect that soulish area. So our will is lining up with the spirit. And so in that will, we have uh, the word of God. The sword is the word of God. We have the helmet of salvation. We have the breastplate of righteousness. So we recognize that, that we're protecting our heart. The heart is protected with the word of God. And we, and we have been made right. We are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Uh, and, and so we have the feet that, 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 that are rushing to peace, that we're carrying the peace of the gospel, of the shalom peace that we carry with us uh, in, in, in our soul, in our body, in the light of Christ. And what we see then is we have the robe, the robe of righteousness with our emotions. Uh, our emotions are so important that they line up our will and our mind and our emotions line up with the spirit of God. And what we see then, too, is we have this body, uh, and we have, in the body, we have the five senses, what we hear, what we see, what we taste, uh, what we smell, and what we touch. Well, that's the physical side, and what we have is also the spirit. Are our ears, are we speaking so loud that we're not listening in a hearing, in, in a listening prayer, in listening? So we have the eyes, can we discern and see uh, with the wisdom of God? And are we tasting and smelling and the aroma of God and the refreshment of God? And he and is he, is he touching us? Are we sensing uh, with his senses, uh, taste and see that the, the that God is good and and that His word is alive and and just as a deer pants after water, so my soul longs after you. So the these soulish realms are touching our body and what we have then is the body, all the organs is. This, this intricate made body with all the nervous system, the blood system, we have the divine blood of God. Our body was not designed to die. And our body has been designed and totally recreated, restored through the blood of Jesus, through the, through the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, having the resurrected Christ living in us. And it's the Holy Spirit that's telling us and speaking to us in, in, in this that aligns up with, with the Spirit. So what happens here is we recognize that we've been made righteous, that we've been washed clean by the blood of Jesus, and we have that mind of Christ, and our will and emotions are lining up with the Spirit, we, saw, we see that this healing, the blood of Jesus, is moving us into this body, bringing healing and restoration, complete restoration. So we've been made complete in Christ Jesus. The completeness has happened. Spirit soul and body totally restored through the blood of Jesus and the healing happens uh, inside of us. Praise be to God. So this, this can be readily new thinking for some of you, but, but look at, read the scriptures, see what they say. And so this is Colossians 2, 7 through 8. And this is, this is, this is uh, interesting here uh, with the way <clears throat> this reads here, and this fits so well uh, with, with the teachings, the tree of life and the tree of uh, good and evil, the tree of death. And see, again, this tree of life, the root system is the tree of love. 
Uh, love is patient, kind, truthful, trust, protects, hope, perseveres. And we have, and out of that comes the fruit. You can try to go get those fruit, but no, it's not until we, we, we experience uh, the completeness that we have in Christ Jesus, does the love begin to flow because we, we see what he's done. And with that, all of a sudden, the fruit starts coming, the joy and the peace and the patience, the goodness, the faithfulness, and the gentleness and the self-control. Go try to get self-control. Now, the self-control comes through the love of God and recognizing the completeness that he's given us in his son, Jesus Christ. So have the roots of your being firmly and deeply planted in Christ, in him, fixed and founded in him, being continually built, being continually built up in him, becoming increasingly and more confirmed and established in the faith, just as you were taught and abounding and overflowing in his thanksgiving, in that joy that we just talked about too. So, so now verse eight, this is, this is an important verse where we keep bringing up here. See to it that no one carries you off as spoil. That's the spoil that the enemy wants to take you. This is the red line living. That's why I put this below the green line. So see that no one carries you off as spoiled or makes you yourselves captive. We can make ourselves captive to our own lies and the fraudulent thinking of, of the enemy and how we carried off a spoil and, and captives by his so-called philosophy, intellectualism, and vain deceit, idle fantasy and fantasies, and plain nonsense following human tradition. These are men's ideas of material rather than the spirit world, the unseen world. God is, is, is unseen, but he's living now in the seen temple of, of manhood, which he did with Jesus. And that's that same incarnate life that we have by being born into the spirit and the soul and the body living inside of us. So men's ideas of material rather than the spiritual world, just crude notions following the rudimentary and elementary uh, teachings of the universe and disregarding the teachings of Christ, the Messiah. That's the thinking of the red line living. Man, let's, 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 let's learn. Let's go do. Let's learn as be as intelligent as we can. Well, God's given us his wisdom. He's given us a son. He's given us the mind of Christ. So we're going to keep that, that verse 8 there as, as we go through this. Uh, and now verse uh, 9 and 10 is that for he, uh, for he is the complete fullness. That's Jesus. Jesus Christ is the complete fullness of deity living where? In human form. And our own completeness is now found. Our own completeness is now found where? In him. We are completely filled with God as Christ's fullness overflows within us. He is the head every, of every kingdom and authority in the universe. He's the head. Through our union with him, we have experienced circumcision of the heart. And look at this. All the guilt and power of sin has been cut away and is now, good word here, now extinct because of what Christ, the anointed one, has accomplished for us. See, and then go back to verse 8. 
and see to it that no one carries you away of the spoils and makes you uh, yourselves captive by the so-called philosophy, intellectualism, and vain conceit, following human traditions, material rather than the spiritual world. And, and so it's really important if, we're, if they're not teaching Jesus as the center, as the source of all creation, uh, then we're going to be following the human traditions, the deceit, and the philosophies of this world. And so let's look at verse uh, 12 now. In, in verse 12, for we've been buried with him into his death. Our baptism into death also means, look at this, we are raised with him. When we believed in God's resurrection power, the power that raised him from the death's realm, this realm of death describes our former state. So we're down there in that red line, for we were held in sin's grasp. But, but, but now we've been resurrected out of that realm of death, never to return, for we are forever alive and forgiven of all our sins. We have to let that just rest and sink in. Because what we've believed is down here, the verse eight, going back down to, you know, we've been trained by the world system. Uh, we've been taken fraudulently captive uh, with the spoils, uh, with the so-called philosophy and the intellectualism and the vain deceit, the fantasies and uh, fancies and nonsense, the nonsense, following human tradition, men's ideas of the material world rather than the spiritual, just crude notions following the rudimentary elemental teachings of the universe, disregarding, disregarding the teachings of Christ, the Messiah. So let's look, let's, uh, let's look at uh, the next verse, verse 14, and this is so important. <clears throat> he canceled, he canceled our very legal violation. He canceled out every legal violation we had on our record and the old arrest warrant that stood to indict us. That's that red line. He canceled, he canceled it all. He erased it all like a computer, the harder he erased it all, our sins, our stained soul. He deleted it all and they cannot be retrieved. So why are we trying to retrieve our past sins? They've been erased. They've been deleted. Everything we once were in Adam has been placed onto the cross and nailed permanently there as a public display of cancellation. Wow, praise God. Then Jesus made a spectacle of all the powers and the principalities of darkness, stripping away them from every, from every weapon and all the spiritual authority and power to accuse us. And by the power of the cross, Jesus led them around in a victorious, as prisoners of this victory procession of triumph. He was not their prisoner anymore. They were his this victorious, triumphant procession we have in the resurrected Christ living in us. And so back to verse 8 again. And that, that see to it that no one carries off the spoils and make because we have the victory of Christ, makes us our, our own captives by his so-called philosophy, intellectualism, vain conceit, ideal fantasies, and plain, plain nonsense. Following the human tradition, men's ideas of the material world rather than the spiritual world just crude notions following the rudimentary uh, elemental teachings of the universe and with total disregard to the teachings of Christ, the Messiah. 
So, you know, just going back to the completeness that we have in Christ, the spirit is alive in us. We have, we're, we're this three-part triune uh, being of spirit, soul, and body that's been redeemed in, in, through the spirit and aligning the word of God that, that Jesus is the word. Uh, he came to live here on earth. Uh, he is the Messiah who redeemed all mankind. We have this mind of Christ. Uh, we have a will that lines up with the spirit. It can line up with the spirit uh, or it can line up with the lustful flesh that we've got. When they all line up, we're experiencing that in our identity that we've been complete, we've been made righteous, we are saints. Uh, our, vir our virginity has been restored, that purity of being a virgin that the bride of Christ recognizes as, as, as the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. When we get that completeness and understand that, that brings healing to our soul, those soul wounds. Uh, I talked to a man just yesterday, and he was just sharing with me how the revelation that he was wounded at age five because his mother and father uh, divorced. And with that, he carried, he carried a lack of, of uh, uh, he carried a rebellious spirit. Well, that's the rebellious spirit. He carried a rebellious spirit against authority. And our ultimate authority is God. And so if we're rebelling against God, and so a man just brought that to his attention, and and, and it's just so neat to see how, how his soul wounds were all uh, uh, healed and really restored, and there's healing that went in into his physical life also as he recognized, because we, we can carry uh, that offense that we have, because if we're carrying uh, a rebellious spirit, that's an offense against God. And so our thought life, our mind of Christ, we can have thoughts that are offensive to God. And so it's really important that our, our will lines up with the spirit, and that brings the body into alignment with the spirit too, and that brings healing. If we are carrying anything that's an offense towards God, uh, it's uh, we're not going to experience the healing and the manifestation of all that God has intended for us, the purpose that he's given for us now, now to live here on earth, manifest, being the light, bringing the light of Christ, being the gospel, the truth of the gospel uh, to, to everyone. Um, so what we read here in 1 Thessalonians 5.23, they're uh, away from any effort of our own discovery how the God of perfect peace who fused you skillfully into oneness. This is this completeness that we have. Spirit, soul, and body complete. Restored innocence. You are complete. We have that embrace uh, from our Father, from the Lord Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit saying, we are complete. Who fused you skillfully into oneness, just like a master craftsman who dovetailed a carpentry joint has personally perfected, completed, and sanctified the entire harmony of your, our being without our help. <laughs> he didn't need our help to do that. He has restored the detailed default settings. You were rebooted to fully participate in the life of our original design in your spirit, soul, and body in blameless innocence in the immediate presence of our Lord Jesus Christ when? Now, 
That's what is restored. That's what has been restored in us. And so we've been made complete. So the question again, what did Jesus not complete on the cross? He completed everything. So let's just look at this. So we've been made complete and clean in Colossians 2. He canceled out every legal violation we had on our record, our old arrest warrant that stood and denied us. We read that before. He erased it all, all our sins, our, our stained soul. So he's restored that. He deleted it all, and they cannot be retrieved. Everything we once were in Adam has been placed onto his cross, nailed permanently there as a public display of cancellation. So he took all sin, the sickness, the condemnation, the disease, and judgment and death, and he brought in the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, the joy of the Lord's our strength. He brought in the truth, our oneness with him, the divine health, the glorious victory over everything. He brought in the prosperity, the riches of heaven living inside of us. He brought in the judgment. He judged, he judged, and he judges not guilty. We are righteous, and we have the abundant life living in us now. Wow. Gary, amen, and to those listening, and amen, and amen. Uh, what, what a great way to, to just recognize. When we recognize the completeness that we have in Christ Jesus, we, we then are the mind of Christ, the sanctification, uh, the righteousness, and the wholeness we have, the completeness we have, it just radiates through us. Uh, what a beautiful Lord Jesus Christ that we have. Amen. Amen. And again, Every time that you would bring up, uh, you know, uh, what has God, uh, what has Jesus left undone on the cross, you know, and his own, by his own words, it is finished. And, you know, that's the thing that we really have to appropriate uh, if we're going to move in kingdom living is understand it's nothing we've done. It's through what Christ has done. And because of that, there was no defect in his work. I mean, it was like perfect. And, and, you know, Glenn, we talk about how valuable that this entire teaching series is because we're we're seeing the feedback both when you're ministering and and uh, having speaking engagements and meeting with the people that you interact with there, but also just seeing the comments and the uh, and the reactions to the teachings as they go out worldwide online. I think there's definitely a feeling that. Um, the that that the the body of Christ is hungry to to receive this and to get this revelation because so often, like we've talked about over and over through a number of the different titles, there's this feeling like, yes, Jesus is my savior. When I die, I go to heaven, and then everything's going to be great. And the reality is that shortchanging what Jesus uh, did. I mean, he came that you may have life and have it more abundantly now, and that's really the premise of the Kingdom Living series. And I know uh, as we get to the end, we always talk about it because it's so important to have these affirmations, the believer's declaration of legal rights. And before we get there, Glenn, I just want to remind you, because we have been talking about uh, the book, God Gave You Fraud, what God has to say about the tactics of the enemy. And one of the reasons um, that I think this is so foundational to the, to the conversation is because 
It really is a great setup. It's not a difficult book to appropriate. You can get a copy. You can see it uh, right there at therepleminute.com, how you can access your own copy. For that matter, Glenn, you've done the entire uh, fraud teaching series that you did as a series of REPL Minutes uh, over, over time. Those are all also available on therepleminute.com. But, but some of the really great resources that are available at therepleminute.com in addition is all of these Kingdom Living podcasts are available. So as, if we hit a concept or something along the way, and you say, I really want to get deep into, for example, Green Line, Red Line Living, there's a couple of great teachings. Actually, Glenn, you did a two-part uh, teaching on Green Line, Red Line Living fairly early on in the series. But there's also some really important teachings that go hand in hand with some of the things we've been talking about today. Uh, like I like the one Heaven is Open Now is one that kind of really uh, brings that. Even even uh, even uh, some of the most recent uh, Kingdom Livings um, really help us get you know help us get to that place uh, because uh, it's just important that we understand that the work of the work Jesus did is finished. It's not waiting on anything. It's it's there for you to appropriate. And uh, again, I just want to encourage you to take a look at some of the some of the recent ones like. Uh, Judge Innocent is a good is a good example. Um, Living Waters is another good example. Those are fairly recent, and they will help you frame this whole conversation in a way that's going to have real meaning for you. And it's just exciting to be part of the Word of God. And and every time we go through this, it's like a new revelation, you know. Well, and and it is. There is new revelation coming all the time. Where where you can read the same scripture over and over and over and over, and then all of a sudden you go, "Oh, I never saw that word there. What does this mean?" And and you start looking up and and understanding, and you go, "Wow, that's exciting!" And you got to get that out. I mean, that's that's just uh, oh, it 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 is so neat to, for God's word to be revealed to us. And 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 again. The teachings, I think the theme is is around identity of knowing who we are. As Christ is revealed for who he really is, who we really are will also be revealed. So we have to understand who Christ is to understand who we are and, and, and experience the glory of being in his presence now. Uh, yeah, and, and exactly as you say that, that's, that's one of the things that's so, I think, so important. When we said at the beginning of the program, and just before we uh, get ready to leave, I, I want to remind everybody, this is just reading scripture. And, you know, Glenn, one of the things that the world has trouble with this book is because they see it as a book. And they go, it's a history book. It has certain uh, maybe interesting philosophies or things like that. But they don't really get that it's the living, breathing word of God. And that's why, just as you're talking about, you can go back through maybe a scripture you've read maybe 10 times, maybe 100 times. And God will still give you a fresh uh, understanding of something that you're supposed to be able to to appropriate into your life from it. Yeah, and and again, we've been taught and trained. Oh, we're sinners! We're sinners! We're sinners! We're sinners! No, it's by grace, the grace. We're not sinners. We are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, and we got to get over that fraudulent mindset of being sinners. We've been redeemed by the blood of Jesus, and He, as you said, He it's finished. It's complete. Yes, He did yes. His job. When we receive uh, who Christ is and what He did, we'll receive what who we really are yes. too. So it's really important. That's why he came to redeem us. And not to say you're a sinner. No, he brought the redemption for us. So, 
So when you just speak that, and that's so important, and one of the things in talking to these two people uh, that are teaching out, out of the, using the book to teach and, and disciple uh, people uh, is, is the affirmations that are in the book. And so that's a really important part. And they kept on bringing that up. And I know one of the things when I do teaching, I, I like to I always say, who are you? Who are you? Who are you? And, and just come up with new I am's and make your own list of I am's, I am. And, and uh, it's so, so it's really important. You know, I am complete now. So no, I am complete in Christ Jesus. Jesus, spirit, soul, and body, I am complete uh, and, and he made me complete. And so just knowing those I am's all of a sudden, uh, the soul and the body, they're all going to line up with the spirit because we're speaking the truth over us. Because we've bought into some religious thinking that goes back way, 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 way back. It's the fall of Adam. And it comes on up and just trained in philosophy and, and, and psychology. And, and, and uh, again, the truth, the truth will line up with the spirit that's inside of you. And so this isn't carrying Glenn. This is the word of God. It's the Holy Spirit. Because that's that spirit is a double-edged word. It's the word of God speaking through us. And so that comes in and just speaks to, to the heart of man. Yeah, no, absolutely, Glenn. Well, as we do, we uh we want to thank you for being part of uh, uh of the Kingdom Living Podcast. Again, everything is available to you at uh therepleminute.com, including Glenn's daily Monday through Friday. Um uh, uh, motivational piece that you've been doing. Uh, I, it's a great way to start your day. It's called the REPL Minute. It's actually kind of where it all started. And uh, you could either uh, log in daily and look at it or even have it pop directly into your email box if you like, or you can certainly catch it on the Facebook page, the Twitter feed, uh, LinkedIn, any of the places that you go for your social media, just look up the REPL Minute. And Glenn, as we always do, I, I ask that you uh, walk us through the Believer's Declaration of Legal Rights and then pr pray for everybody, the, the, the literally the hundreds of thousands that this message reaches each time it goes out there. Yeah, this is important because what we're professing uh, is so important. And these are, these are affirmations of our identity, the, the declarations of our legal rights that we have got as sons and daughters as, 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 uh, in, in the kingdom of God. So here, here we go. I am a special race as a child of God, as a citizen in the kingdom of God, in the body of Christ, in the kingdom of priests. I belong to the family of God. I can enter into God's presence boldly now. I have been recreated into God's image and likeness of love. I manifest and experience heaven on earth now with righteousness, peace, and joy. I am restored, redeemed, and recreated back with God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit living in me now. I have the word of God dwelling in me. That's Jesus. I have the crown of righteousness on my head and wear the garment of praise, which is the robe of righteousness. I have the legal rights and privileges to use the name of Jesus as a son. I have legal authority as a believer over the principalities, powers, and rulers of the kingdom of darkness. I have through the Holy Spirit living in me, the resurrection power to cast out demons and to lay hands on the sick, and they are healed. Amen, amen. Father, we come to you in the mighty, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for your word, Jesus coming 
to earth to live in human body and, and, and ascend into heaven to send your Holy Spirit to live in the human body. We thank you for life. We thank you for eternal life. We thank you for immortal life. We thank you for the uh, all the promises are new and, and are in us now, that your spirit is a spirit of truth. We just speak truth. We speak your healing over everybody that's in listening voice of this podcast, that you bring healing, soul salvation, and healing to the body. And Father, we just thank you. We thank you because your, your word does not return void. It accomplishes its purpose. We thank you. We praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen and amen. And again, thank you, uh, viewer, for uh, staying with the uh, Kingdom Living series. And if this has meaning for you, by all means, please like, share, and uh, get it around in the circle that you uh, travel in. And again, uh, to get your copy of Fraud or uh, just to stay up with all the things going on in the Kingdom Living uh, aspect of this, visit therepleminute.com. Thanks, Glenn, and thank you, viewer. We will see you next time on the Kingdom Living Podcast. God bless you.